Enjoy your afterlife. <laughs> the goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creatives where we sit down often with a special guest, and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry. Welcome to the Halloween special. Today is a casual chat. Greg's actually still on holiday, but I have Tom Armstrong with me today. And we're going to be talking about our horror stories. Not just ours, we're going to be reading out a few horror stories that people have sent in, and also that we found on Reddit that we think are entertaining. This is really just a casual listen. This is not really for education, I wouldn't say, although we'll be giving tidbits on how to avoid said horror stories, if said horror stories can be avoided. However, in the meantime, what are we drinking, Tom? Uh, Today we're drinking the Marchtown blend. Yes. Uh, from Southside Roasters, again, mm-hmm. one of my favourite coffee shops uh, in Glasgow. I don't know if we've had this one on before. I would assume that we have because we haven't brought any new coffee in for a while. Yeah, well, when Greg's away, everything <laughs> falls apart. <laughs> that's right, people, that's right. Um, it's delicious. I really wanted to get a hold of the uh, Good Coffee Cartels oh, Upside yeah, Down. yeah, we were talking about that, weren't Which we? is the Narcos. We've got the Narcos in, but it's Greg's and I don't want to drink it without them. We've got that in, but it's like, it's a mix between two two beans. Yeah. But the, it's, so it's like 60-40 but well, it's flipped. For the upside Hence down, it's the flipped. Upside down. It's very. I wanted to get some, but it's very limited edition, and I just didn't have time to do that for the next one. Oh, for the next. Well, I don't. I don't even think there'll be any left. Well, we we can reach out to some of our contacts. I suppose we know we know people. We know people. Um, but yeah, why why have I been so busy? Because because like we said, Greg's not here, mm. and when seasons passed. However, that means. As videographers, we have a stack of weddings to edit. Oh, that lovely backlog. Mm-mm-mm. It is tasty long. It gets us all. It does. I, I always find it funny when photographers complain about their editing queue. Careful. I, I know. <laughs> and I don't mean this in a bad way, but obviously they can, get, they can get through weddings in like... I mean, I've heard some do two two weddings in a day. Yeah. Two weddings in a day? Yeah. That's unheard of, man. Well, it's not because you've heard of it. Well, okay, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm get, okay, asterisks for a videographer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I would love to... Like, to maintain a quality, you need a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, and although you've, you've, you said you did a, a wedding in... What was it? Oh, two days. I managed to turn around one start to finish in two days. I mean, that was 14, 15 hour days. Um, and, you know, stuff was ingested beforehand. So it was like mm-hmm. jumping into the project. But mm-hmm. I just got my head down. It was a fairly, uh, it was it was a wedding where everything went right. There was nothing to try and fix. Mm-hmm. There was no problems on the day. It was fairly standard in terms of, you know, just a nice standard wedding. So that, that made it. A lot easier, yeah. Um, and it was, you know, a good film. Client mm-hmm. was really happy with it. So, um, unfortunately, sure. not all can be done in two days. But no. I literally didn't leave my flat. I locked myself in. Um, <laughs> I did shower, but um, 
yeah, that was a, an intense couple of days, but yeah, it's just part of it. Good and fun. That, d- d- just just looking around the cinema office, Tom. Mm-hmm. H- how would you describe it in words, um, as opposed to vi- visual cues, which I don't think would help the listener? How many words? Um, as many as you feel adequate. Total fucking mess. It is, <clears throat> and let me tell you why. Because you're super <laughs> unorganized and Greg's not here. So we haven't recorded a. I don't think we've. Yeah, we we haven't recorded a podcast for a while, and there was this time a few weeks ago where we set out to do quite a lot of work. We had obviously we came back from Austin. That was all great, but then we headed up to Sky Great oh, Elopement. Yeah. That was more actually a wedding. <laughs> which yeah, is, which is, is now going to change the way that we word our contracts <laughs> and our packages because if it's just a couple elopement if there's 10 guests with speeches it's a, it's a wedding, wedding. Yeah, it's a and it wedding. was a wedding so it, which is fine it's fine um but we headed straight from sky over to inverness did a kind of barn barn wedding mm-hmm. there at uh bogbane i believe mm-hmm. in fact it was bogbane and then uh, travel back down stay the night over to prepare for iceland because it was uh, oh yeah, uh, Mark Bakura and Nordica. Have um, you talked about that? Yeah, not yet, but we shall do in uh, detail on another podcast when 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 Greg gets back. Absolutely. So yeah, that 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 was great fun. But then when we came back, it was Greg. Greg was straight away to Florida for a two week holiday, and I was. Who takes holidays? <laughs> we do. What's a holiday? <laughs> we do at the most inconvenient time, you know, when there's a like a massive backlog. Yeah. <laughs> See, if I went on holiday right now, I'd be taking work. Like, I'm traveling a lot over the next couple of months, and I am going to be working on the road, like, all the time. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to be in a nice office when I can control the temperature, access mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. coffee, comfort. But no, I'll be, um, it's just what you need to do. Yeah. Living rough on the road. Absolutely. Rock star life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm also just back from holiday. Congratulations. Thank you. It was, uh, we took the kids and the family to, the kids are the family, but I mean the kids and the wife. The, wife, the kids and the wife. The family. I butchered that one. Well, my goodness. One uh, wife, three kids. I took them down to Centre Parks. Did you? I did, but not the Scottish one. Were you at Centre Parks? I was at Centre Parks. Do you know this? No. Oh, I had a, I had a wonderful trip at Centre Park. I've not seen you in like a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. We have been very is busy. It, uh, Winterfell. Uh, no. Wait, am I making? Is that something from Game of Thrones? That is absolutely something from <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So you went to the King's Landing one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fought those dragons was great. <laughs> oh man, that's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So. We don't go to the one in Scotland, or just, you know, the nearest one I to Scotland. I didn't think there Penrith. was one in... Oh, right, yeah, so, that's, so it's Penrith. yeah, that's the one I used to go to. Um, which is, like, two hours away. Yeah. Still very close. Mm-hmm. Because it's obviously the Scottish summer Sherwood? holidays. Sherwood? Uh, that is one of them. I don't... Is that the one we went to? We went to the one in Suffolk, which is, like, seven to eight hours oh, away in the car. Uh, and we did that because with the school holidays... In Scotland, being at the same time, they they tend pricing. to rise. Yeah, yeah, they tend to go crazy with their pricing. So uh, we got the holiday three times cheaper. Uh, so we just so instead of only being able to take one child, you could take them all. We could take all three. Good. Yeah, that was good math there. 
Um, <laughs> I, I know I'm not great at maths, but like one, two, three, I can sort of cope with. Yeah, and see if you've got kids, man. Center Parks is just great. You fill your day full of activities. You you and it, even not activities, you can go swimming, which is free. And they like we spent six six hours in the pool. I, d- I don't think that's healthy. Six hours. Oh, we were just going up and down the slides. The kids were oh, loving it. Right. I couldn't believe it. They'd be exhausted. No, a hundred percent exhausted. Um, but yeah, great place for a, for a, for a family. But yeah, it's I've not been in a while. Course, definitely yeah. the kind of holiday that you need another holiday afterwards to recuperate. You know, and you you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard. It's hardcore. Right. So it's not like, like a relaxing break. No relaxing. It's more of an whatsoever. adventure holiday. Yes. And in the middle, of your kids get kind of bratty because they expect to be doing certain things. And no, I want to be going to the pool. And you need to teach your children about expectation. Discipline them. Hmm. Talking about discipline, let's get into these horror stories, Tom. I mean, that was not the best um, link, but yeah, <laughs> it'll do. That was a horrendous link, so let's <laughs> keep it on brand. Some could say that was a horrific segue. Um, so yeah, so we reached out to some various groups that we're part of on Facebook and um, you know people we may or may not know, just because we had the idea the other week that it's Halloween coming up and we should do some sort of thematic podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought, horror stories, things go wrong. That's right. Um, and Greg's not here to, to control us, so... Yeah, does Greg <laughs> know about this? <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> All of this today, it's totally anonymous, so mm-hmm. if you're listening and it was you, then obviously you'll know... Or if you know the person, you've you've probably chatted about it or something. But um, mm. it's nothing bad. It's just uh, I think it's a bit fun as well, keeping it anonymous. Um, yeah, and you don't. There's no need for names. Uh, I, I would agree. And if it wasn't anonymous, we wouldn't have gotten anything. That's true. Yes, yeah, I mean I say you just kick off. All right. Do, 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 cool. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Passed wind really badly as the bridal car arrived. There was no breeze, and it and it was a lingerer, <laughs> so it just stayed as the bridesmaids walked through the fart cloud. I was given an angry look by one of the bridesmaids, so I made a face like the smell just hit me, and so I looked at the photographer with a face of disgust, who had no idea I was blaming them. Ooh. That's, <laughs> that's a shame. Obviously, you know, it's a videographer, because who else works alongside... Oh, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For a moment there, I was like... So I feel like uh, giving the video a bad bad rap, but you know well, what? Well, not necessarily a video. It could have been a planner, mm-hmm. a florist. I feel like a, I feel like a planner and a, a celebrant do that. Oh, it could have been a celebrant. Yeah. The good thing is I haven't written names, so I genuinely don't know who gave me these stories. Oh, I do. <laughs> you do? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, um, that, that's... Have we had anything like that happen to us? Um, I'm going to have to say no. Mm-hmm. Because I can't throw myself under the bus. <laughs> Anonymity. <laughs> well, that's, that's very true. No, nothing, nothing sticks out. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes to mind. I, I suppose in the end, this isn't really that bad because he's outside. The bridal car just arrives. Yeah, you but think, there was no breeze, and it was a lingerer. Well, you can create breeze. You can just walk, walk away. Well, that that one's a that was quite a fun one to kick off with because it, it, as I mean, we are grown adults, but mm-hmm. um, I think everyone at some level. We'll always find someone like that funny. You've got to. It's good to laugh. It, good to it laugh. is good to laugh. The next one's a bit... Um, shall, shall I take this one? Let's go for it. It's been a while. 
Worked one wedding in 2014 with food poisoning. Ooh. Uh, as the venue was so far away and quite a popular date, no one was available to cover, so I had to take a few pills and soldier on myself. I made it to the venue fine and filmed a spot of bridal prep, but my fever got worse as the day went on. I spent the ceremony either slowly swaying from side to side or clutching the wall for fear of collapsing mid-vows. Whoa. Um, drinks reception, I would stand for a few minutes, film a few candids, and then sit for five to ten. After about half an hour, I went to the marquee and spent the rest of my time filming detail shots so to be away from the guests in case of any mishaps. <laughs> I would need to visit the toilet at least once each hour. Ooh. The rest of the day went without a hitch until I threw up in front of the groom as I ran out the marquee after the first dance. I felt much better after that, um, but I have yet to receive a critique on their wedding film. Um, that's that's a sore one. That's it, tough, like. Yeah, so this is a great one to talk about, actually, because you can talk about a few aspects of being a wedding supplier. Mm. One of them being networking. Obviously, yep. this person says he couldn't get cover for a popular date, and uh, that is unfortunate because it's a popular date. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Net, net networks man they save you on days where you know you're not feeling that yeah. great i mean you can't help it like in some jobs like y- you know you, you get a sick day then mm. you know you just don't show up to work spend the day recovering yeah. still get paid for it um so that that's fine but like a wedding day obviously like you really need to you don't really have a choice so it's super important to maintain as you said a network uh, and I think, speaking on our behalf, I think we're very privileged to know the people we know. Mm-hmm. And we've got so many friends in the industry, uh, not just filmers, like loads of different suppliers. Yeah. And that, you know, that helps for recommendations or just, you know, getting out the house. Mm-hmm. But it also helps for when something like this happens or if you need last minute cover. Because it happens, like accidents mm-hmm. happen, things go wrong. Yep, you absolutely. can't help it. We are human after all. We are. And uh, a lot of the time it's out with our control. So, um we we see fairly frequently, and this is across a large volume of people, but and we see fairly frequently cover spots getting filled and, you know, heroes coming to the rescue. Absolutely, man. And I think there's a sort of, between a few of us, there's a sort of a rule that we have that your batteries are always charged, even if you're shooting or not at the weekend. And if you've got a weekend off, you're sort of prepped to go at the last minute. Yeah. And, um, you know, that can really, really help someone. And uh, the especially for the for the client because obviously it's that's the most important thing so Mm -hmm. because you hear (laughs) horror stories of just suppliers sometimes not showing up and you know you'll not often but it's been seen that someone will be like oh i've just got a call from one of my previous brides and her togs not showed up or filmers not showed up and it's an hour before the ceremony i don't know what to do Mm. and you know you just can't that's just horrible yeah it's horrible on on a big day yeah Um, because the client should have the day run smooth without them having to know anything's happening. Yeah, 100%. Um, so if there's any problems, you know, you deal with it. <laughs> it's like, as we know, if we're shooting and there's a, a malfunction or an issue or something, you can't just sit in the corner with your head in your hands and just go, <laughs> you, need, you need to like just put a brave face on and just yeah. act like it's all okay. 100%. So obviously this person obviously sounds like he does have a network. She, he, she does have a network. They just have a busy date. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if it's a busy day, like there's nothing you can do. So, in case of emergencies like this, Greg and I keep drugs like in le- our bag, le- legal, legal drugs in our bag, yeah. and here are some of 
the necessary ones. Because someone asked this recently, who was ill on a. On oh, there's some go to that everyone should have in their Imodium. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what Imodium is, it slows your bowels down so you don't, you know. Uh, that's almost a necessity. Something with electrolytes. Because mm. you want to you wanna have those electrolytes and you want to keep hydrated. Well, I mean, for me, like. Famously, I'm known for taking six bottles of Lucozade Sport Orange yeah, to that is every single wedding. Yeah, and um, if I don't, I'm not on my game. I mm-hmm. don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. it's a combination of the water and all of that sugar <laughs> and the psychological part of it as well. Yeah. But, um, well, if you don't like all the sugar, Broca. Never matter. But <laughs> that's awful. That's a horror story just there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Broca. I mean, Greg loves a, a Broca in oh, the morning. Yeah. Push. Well, what's Perks the tagline? It's like, um... I have no be idea. Your best day or... Be your, be your best day? Have a good one. <laughs> have have <laughs> a good one. I don't write copy for companies. Don't, don't quit your, your day job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Shot a wedding where one of the ushers was steaming. It's a Scottish word for drunk. But decided it would make perfect sense in his full kilt outfit to do the worm (laughs) the old classic 80s dance classic despite everyone warning him against the idea he proceeded to start his epic break dancing down he dives does one movement then shrieks grabbing at his shin he takes down his sock to reveal a steady a steady stream of blood dripping out a gash in his leg oh oh that does not sound good oh i i should have taken out my ski and do from my sock he says. In case you don't know, a ski and do is also part of the Scottish kilt attire. It is a small dagger that lives in the right sock. I sorry, quick interjection. Sure. Did not know how that was spelt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to double check that. I had never. S-ski-n-d- that's terrible of me. S-ski- I've only ever heard it. I've never heard it. Sky and Yes, interesting. And that is right. I actually thought it was it was spelt wrong. No, no, that looks a bit right, because it's what, it'll be Celtic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, To make it worse, he starts poking the unsheathed skin-do into the new hole in his leg. At this point, I'd had enough and walked away before I vomited. That's brutal. That is not where I thought it was going to go. You know, Uh, me neither, actually. Because we've not really, like, properly read these, so it's, Mm -hmm. like, new to us as well, so you get some sort of reaction. Yes, that's that's evident by my quality reading here. (laughs) (laughs) I like how the guy didn't seem to bother that much i've got a feeling i mean shrieked i've got a feeling that the old uh our old friend alcohol is involved which is famously mm. numbs pain that yes but yes, even still a, a stab wound um <laughs> you're gonna feel that i wonder if that's scarred uh talking about uh blood on the dance floor uh terrible band my my wife uh, when we got married my wife took off her shoes to dance obviously one of my guests had dropped a glass and she had oh. stepped right into the glass oh, cutting no. her foot Oh. And, um, yeah. Actually, my wife was relatively injured our wedding. Relatively? Yeah, so, <laughs> this is another horror story, but not wedding related. So, on the night, on the day of her hen before she leaves, mm-hmm. uh, my wife used to own a gym's, uh, a, a curves gym, a gym for women. And uh, in the back, there was a huge old safe, like from the 1930s, big heavy door. Like, you can nice. picture this huge big iron thing. Anyway. She's doing her documents. The last thing she does is to put the documents in the safe and shut the safe door. Sounds great. But when she shuts it, and she's getting really excited, she uh, actually leaves her left uh, hand 
she leaves her left hand oh, down because it's a little bit lower. She balances herself yeah. by putting her hand on the seat, mm. and she slams her thumb tip in the door. So uh, I've just there's a good few pictures of her bloody thumb. So on her wedding day, she actually has this huge big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looks like she's having a great time. Like Brilliant. thumbs up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, really happy to be marrying Simon. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, she she can't drink, and and then she goes and steps in the glass. Like right. man. Let's continue. So, Good old this one is a uh, more proposal story, apparently. So, this could be interesting. Hmm? Um, hmm? Oh, yeah. Okay. This person says, uh, bride comes home to find she's been burgled. And the guys had made a total mess. Trashed the house. Uh, everything everywhere in every room. Mm. As she went through each room, scared shitless, she noticed one had the walls graffitied with the words... Will you marry me? No, and, that can't be right. And she said yes. <laughs> Whose what? idea was that? That is that is a horrible idea. That and she said yes. That's rough. I hope he had to clean it up. Yeah, I mean, what what's wrong with the old, you know, like rose petals, bottle of champagne, and swan towels? Yeah, the old the old classic. Never failed me. Yeah. <laughs> Alternative proposal that that would go under. Well, there's there's alternative, and then there's psychologically damaging. <laughs> uh, there's a fine line. Mm. Well, let's not judge too harshly, though. I I feel bad saying that it's someone's proposal after all. No, true. I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's it. Wouldn't be the first idea I would have. You'd have to really know no. your partner's like. Ha ha! That mm. was laughs. Yes. And I, I would I love suppose- to know her reaction. Well, she said yes, but oh, oh in, in the immediacy. Yeah. yeah, I hope it's been filmed. That's the kind of thing you know that would. You'd really want that to be. Filmed. Yeah, that'd be my first thought. Documented. But then, I mean, fear. so so for this, I I went on YouTube to see videos mm. that wouldn't help the podcast because this is not a visual platform. Duh. Clearly. However, uh, there are hundreds of stories where proposals go wrong. Oh yeah, and they're very entertaining. Yeah, it's a shame. Oh, it is a shame. But I mean, I guess since we see so many go well, that we need to sort of level it out with ones that don't go so well. Yes, I suppose so. That's that's um, that's brutal. That's quite interesting. Mm. One of the videos I saw actually was, and I've I've seen it before. I'm sure many people have seen it before. It's just a safe uh, angle on a ceremony, and. I'm not. I can't remember if it's during the vows or whatever, but the celebrant's not talking, oh. and you can see her. Oh yeah, kind of worry and panic. <laughs> oh yeah, and then all of a sudden she just dives to the side, and this it was a wee, not a wee tactical chunder. Yeah, I feel that's really that could be a food poisoning thing. Um, this is supposed to be anonymous, Simon. I know, but it's so Simon's going to tell a story of uh, unnamed filmmaking company that um, I'm sure you're all at this point very familiar with. So, Cinemati are shooting an elopement and it's going great. Uh, in fact, the whole day is great but there is one mishap. So we're in Glencoe, a very mountainous region, quite famous in Scotland. Greg has his new Mavic drone. Uh, Ma- Mavic Pro drone, not the two, the original one. And he tests out, he goes for a wee fly. Sounds great. What he thought was the case that the Mavic 2 had back sensors. 
Well, Greg thought was that the drone had back sensors. So as he's trying to get this great shot of the three sisters, um, he actually backs up I on... Thought, I thought it was an elopement. Why were there three sis- sisters there? Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's the name of the range. Yes, I'm aware. Anyway, so Greg backs up to get all the three sisters in. However, he backs up into the adjacent mountain. <laughs> Grieg from Cinemate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grieg. <laughs> No. Um, flies backwards into one of the biggest objects you could probably fly into, a mountain. I would just like to point out at this point that uh, I'm sure many of you are obviously familiar with Glencoe and this particular part of it. Now, it is a, there is a lot of space. Uh, yes. And also, in my opinion, I mean, I'm not the tallest guy in the world, but when I look at like a Hill Ranger mountain, they're generally quite big mm-hmm. to the point that I would be like, I can, I can see that. I should probably, you know, mm-hmm. steer clear or 100%. fly clear. 100%. But um, Grieg uh, from Cinemati spectacularly managed to crash into the most obvious thing. Mm-hmm. I, To be honest... Um, I mean, we've all done it. We've all crashed our drone into something that we thought I was closer. I have never crashed. Uh, no, I retract my statement. <laughs> See, even you've done something. Every everyone's crashed a drone. Yeah, it's 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 part of it. Yeah, I'm it, sure it even um, uh, Stuart and Alina. Um, oh, I'm sure they've got many crashes under their belt. They just obviously they don't tell anyone about it. So we've got another one. Um, mm-hmm. Shooting a wedding seems to be a two man team, and um, this is just before the ceremony. So it's in a hotel. Uh, ceremony seems to be set up. Everything's running smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think one of the guys is inside uh, and the other person is outside the front of the venue uh, waiting on the bride to arrive in the car. Um, and then I think the guy says that he was he was waiting for, for quite a while and then he, he gets a text uh, from his second saying, where, where are you? The, the bride's about to come down the aisle. Uh, so... <laughs> The guy has to rush in and sees the bride there standing with her father um, because they thought that the bride was arriving from elsewhere when, in fact, she'd been getting ready in that hotel and had never left the building. Wow. Uh, So the the person uh, has to run past the bride and her father just before they go down the aisle as if everything's absolutely fine. Daggers from the second uh, and go down the front and... um, start shooting so yeah my thoughts my thoughts are with that guy i'm sure that mm. can't have been a a nice experience did this guy not realize that was he not shooting preps uh i don't i don't think this guy this guy was um if he was shooting preps <laughs> I, I think he would have figured that out yeah i don't think this person would have went outside um to wait on the bridal car that will never arrive um had he known um, this is kind of uh, one where I thought the kill story was going to go, actually. There has been several times where I've been kneeling, and this is not me, it's the person, getting a shot of a little flower girl or ring bearer coming up the aisle, and one or more women will be sitting in full view with their knees apart while wearing a short skirt. Yelp. That gets cropped. So obviously, that happens a lot in Scotland where... Guys are famously known for not wearing boxers, and they kind of manspread. So I thought 
the story before with the kilt, I thought that Wait, was what's a man spread. You know, when you, you you're just sitting down, and you spread your legs. It's a man spread, isn't it? Is that, is that what it's called? What you sit down? Yeah, but you sit down with like as if you own the entire length of a seat. Well, or if you're three, on a seat, why, seats, why, I mean, why, three why seats. would you? <laughs> a pew a, a, that you own the whole pew. Right. Okay. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's the term. It's like people, even people who don't like, if you're wearing trousers. If you go in, into like a, a a train and you sit down as a man, you sit down like that. What trains are you getting on that you can sit on? Man, I never get those. <laughs> trains have seats. <laughs> okay, next one. So somebody says, after ten years of wedding photography, the moment before the ceremony where the groom sneezed a bloody nose onto the front of the bride's beaded dress. Oh, oh no. Apparently, he gets bloody noses when he gets nervous. Stopped all photos and got emergency Sprite soda cleaning done in the hotel ceremony location. Was asked to delete all photos and keep the situation from the mother of the bride. Bride was surprisingly understanding. Two hours of pre-ceremony photos cut short, but the blood was removed quick enough to not be noticeable for the ceremony. After review, I had a perfect mid-sneeze shot with blood flying out of the groom's face. Sad to see that one edited. So, props to the photographer for that. Um, I'm sure we know a lot of uh, photographers and filmmakers. We've all got these little tricks for mm-hmm. cleaning things off of um, dresses, which yeah. seems to be because it's a fairly common thing. I mean, yeah. a big white dress is just asking. It is for. I mean, rarely blood, but. I've seen blood on dresses. Blood's really hard to get out. That red and the red yeah. contrast. Oh, and apparently you don't pour white wine on it. I mean, I last thing I would uh, want to do. Soda though, like, baking soda. Yeah. That, what what was there? What was there? Uh, <coughs> sprite soda. Sprite soda. Was that just like the, well, sprite the juice? Well, but soda because it sounds American. With Jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives. Whether you provide a service like design, development or photography or offer advice to clients, With Jack is for you. It's focused on creatives. Insurance shouldn't be complicated, so With Jack has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms or faff, it means less. It's not about endless features and stale service. It's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye-bye, unnecessary fuss. Hello, creative, friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. Hello, Susie. How are you doing? Good. Come on to the mic. Yeah. How you doing? Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Mm. Mm, do you know what do you know what we've been talking about today? No. Horror stories. Ah, uh, <laughs> funny thing that one. <laughs> it is a funny thing. Cuz you've been having one hell of a week, haven't you, Suze? Yeah. Mhm. Terrible. You want to talk about it? Mm. You don't need to give names or anything, but you've kind of been dealing with nightmare clients. Mm, yeah, I mean it's been tough. It's been a tough couple of months actually and it's been I don't know, it's how do I put it? It's driving me down. It's making me want to quit. But it's a new day, and I thought, you know what? 
I came in smiling. I saw Tom as well earlier. And oh, you did like, on the way down? I was like, oh, hey. Ah. And I totally, I almost forgot when he said, uh, oh, I hope you're having a better day. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm having a great day. But yeah, like from <laughs> yesterday and whatever. It's just, do I want to talk about it though? Ooh. Hmm. Are these all the horror stories? Uh, some of them. Really? Wow, yeah. there's so many. I know, we, we did not get through <gasps> half of them. So... Tom has actually left the studio. We've done the first part. It was going to be a short episode, but now Susie's seen all the uh, all the stories, and she got excited. She wants to now read a few. Read a few of them. So I guess this one will be the next one because it's cut off here. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me start reading. This is exciting. So my brother is a videographer who used used to do weddings when he first started out. He once showed me a video of a bridesmaid falling down an entire long flight of stairs. (laughs) The reception was at a classy hotel and they were introducing the bridal party in this lobby that had a beautiful staircase as the focal point. So not only were all of the guests there watching, but a ton of random people too. When she took her first step, the heel on her shoe went inward instead of straight up and down, sending her head first down like 20 steps, at the bottom of which she actually landed on her feet before sluggishly making her way off camera on the video. (laughs) Oh my God. On the video, you can hear the father of the groom tell the brother, that bitch was top heavy. (laughs) Oh, that's, <gasps> that's a shame. That is a shame. And started laughing hysterically. Oh, and she wasn't wearing underwear. Oh, oh no, no. Damn. Oh. I was caught in video too. Need to see that. Gosh. Okay. Let's <laughs> see. I kind of want to go and find that video just to see how brutal a fall it was. To land on your feet, though, that's good. Lot, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot of bridesmaids choose not to wear underwear anymore i think a lot of the dresses are just like really tight really? and they're like oh i'm just gonna take my underwear off oh but yeah um, be careful of that mm. <laughs> girls um, yeah no horror stories for you <laughs> wear underwear and <laughs> uh, next one is a drunk maid of honor given drunk father of the bride a lap dance <gasps> oh god with non-drunk mother of the bride sitting right next to him. Then drunk maid of honour got in huge fight with mum of the bride. Oh my god. Drunk bride wanted it all photographed because she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> that night I believe the flower girl and I were the only ones not drunk. Wow. <laughs> is it? Is this, a, is this person working, does it say? Or is it just like a... Yeah, I guess a, that person was a photographer. Okay. Because um, drunk bride wanted it all photographed. So oh, right, of course, of course, a, of she course. She he was a photographer. Oh! <laughs> Woo! Um, any, okay. other, any other good ones That's there? crazy, that one. Okay, so the next story is, it was my parents' wedding. This is a long story, but the short version is, everyone is drunk except my dad. I mean, the bridesmaid, the groomsmen, my mom. Even the fucking priest is drunk. One of my parents' friends was in charge of recording the wedding, but he was also shit-faced. The entire wedding was a drunk photographer zooming in on random tattoos and watching everyone else drunkenly stumble around except for a single sober person. A father and... Okay, I think this is the next one. A father-daughter dance in which their hatred for each other was palpable. It was painful and we... Felt weird, including those in the album downloaded. And then the next one, I think, is... After 10 years of wedding photography, the moment before the ceremony where the groom sneezed a bloody 
nose onto the front of the bride's beaded dress. Ooh! Apparently he gets bloody noses when he gets nervous. Oh, we've read that one. Oh, right. Yeah. So I guess you read the whole page? I think so. The Wedding at the Pier? No, I haven't read that one. But I thought that was quite a good one for Scotland. Okay, The Wedding was on a pier. The couple and the planner kept checking the radar on their phones for rain to decide if they should do the wedding on the pier or take it inside. I looked out on the pier and said to them, I don't know what your radar says, but those are rain clouds. They make the call to do the ceremony on the pier anyway. About three minutes into the ceremony, it starts to rain. Out of nowhere, a man appears with a heart-shaped wicker box. I always ask the couple if there is anything different about the wedding I should be aware of. They never said anything to me about this. So I was caught off guard. Cool. Fine. I just keep shooting. He hands the box to the bride. He opens it up and there are two doves in there. Okay, pretty cool. I've heard of a dove release but had never ever had never actually seen one. But the dove was doves were not feeling it. They just sat there and were like yeah, no, fuck this. It's the beach and it's raining. Bride looks at the bird handler, back at the birds, shakes the box, nothing. He motions for her to scoot them out of the box. She reaches in there and they immediately flee the box. They both fly directly into her face. I shot in burst mode and got a pretty wild sequence of shots. One of the birds gets caught in her weave and she shakes her head while swatting at the bird to free it. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And this is all happening in the rain. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>. Oh my god. Brilliant. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with be, uh, animals like that being used in, at yeah. ceremonies. The, the whole dove release, I'm not a huge fan of. And Will they buy them to release them? Uh, well, I think the idea is they're domesticated and then... Oh, they come back. Well, okay. they're domestic birds, they're doves, I think. So when they're released, they don't know how to survive and then they mm-hmm. can't think... Sure. I could be wrong in that, but uh, having animals perform, unless it's like a household pet, like you know, yeah. a real member of your family, then I would not. <sighs> That's hilarious. But come on, how could you not <laughs> see that coming? You know, I especially know. if you're going to shake the box and like piss the birds off. Hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I love I love how whoever wrote that has given voices to the doves. Yeah. I was like, I'm not coming out here. No way. <laughs> Fuck it's that like, trip. I can just imagine what they'd be saying in or the like, box. Or like, like, cuddling Why am I in a each box? other. Like, let's not go out there. But I think <laughs> there's a continuation of this. It sounds like it. Yeah, I think there is. Then, the, okay, so I'm going to read the last line and then okay. follow up. One of the birds gets caught in her weave and she shakes her head while swatting at the bird to free it. Then the bottom falls out, pouring rain and heavy winds. The efficient continues like nothing is happening. (laughs) Zero sense of urgency. People are just getting up and heading inside. One of the family members gets up in the middle of the aisle and starts screaming and chanting, Just say I do! Kiss! They do and it starts raining even harder. I backpedal down the pier as they run through the rain. The shots of them running through the rain are actually pretty beautiful. Aww. The whole wedding was a complete mess. They ended up telling me that I was the only thing that went right on their wedding day and that looking at my pictures made them happy and that the pictures made the awful day look beautiful. That's fantastic. That is lovely. Yeah. That horror story has turned into turned into good something good for the photographer. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm. I always find that when you're doing an elopement, you 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 want that um 
mix of weather, right? Yeah. You want the heavy rain to get that awesome in the rain kind of stuff. Yeah. But you also want it dry so it's not a complete misery the whole day. Yeah, it depends on the vibe and the style of the wedding. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's how I look at it anyway. Like if it's quite a cool, I don't know, like DIY, cool, whatever wedding. You mm-hmm, take it different mm-hmm. from like one that's maybe more pristine and I don't know. Like, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, maybe not the worst, but the saddest. My right. wife shot a wedding for a bride, and her father died later that night. And his, oh my god, that's Susie. Not not what's written down. I'll read it again, but this is already sad and it's hitting me hard. Maybe not the worst, but the saddest. My wife shot a wedding for a bride, and her father died later that night in his sleep of a heart attack. My wife made sure to give them all the night shots, the night photos, over 1,500 photos, and edited them all for her. Usually she only gives 350 to 450 photos for a wedding package. Anyways, really sad situation. Those photos meant the world to the bride, and she's been a return customer for years now. Super sad for the bride, though. I'm getting, like, goosebumps, because Mm. it's so, so sad. Yeah. That's, That's really pretty sad. horrible. Yeah. At least she does have those photographs. Yeah, oh, That's for life. That's why. Silver lining. That's uh-huh. to a horrible situation. I know. Okay. Yeah, damn. Right, I'll read the next one. After 10 years of wedding photography, the moment before the ceremony where the groom sneezes. At- Again, that's is that the same story? Yeah. Okay. I think we'll call it there. That's enough stories to entertain people's little minds. Yeah, there's been some great stories, actually. I'm going to um, read the other half that Tom has read out. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has a fantastic Halloween. I'm mm. jealous if you're going out with your kids to do the knock door thing, if people the, still do I'm, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> the knock door thing. You know... It's called trick or treating (laughs) or guising. 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 Never heard of that. Yeah, they're they are two little bit different. Oh, I I I I don't know what the difference is, but one of them is used to bring a like a guy like a guy with you, like a fox guy, (laughs) a guy fox, fox guy. Oh my god! You know what? I actually don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the differences. What? Okay, you know. Chinese people don't really do um, what you call it trick or treating, right? So we don't really do it. But I remember like one of the first times when I was really young and mm-hmm. uh, the very first house that we had, uh, someone obviously our kids trapped the door, and my mom's like, "What the heck's this?" You know what I mean? Probably mm-hmm. the f- whatever. She went to the kitchen and just brought out an orange and then chucked it in their bag, and that's it. Like or a lemon or or whatever it was, a it lemon. Was- <laughs> Like probably the worst trick or treat like wow. thing, like gift or whatever that you could get as a mm-hmm. child an orange or a lemon whatever it was well an orange would be okay an a orange. lemon would be pretty <laughs> awful it's so funny what? and then as we grew up obviously uh, went to school and things then we realised what it was what it was about it was fun you dress up and blah 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 and get candy so I used to have like big massive black bin bags mm-hmm. and i would do it twice like i would go to my friends estate as well to get sweets um but then yeah um i I feel that this um perpetuated your very unhealthy relationship with food yeah probably it's it's a reason and i used to say my sisters and brothers i'm like i don't like peanuts 
I'm gonna get uh, what you do get right. First of all, this whole thing with my my wife loves these things. Monkey nuts. Okay. I cannot stand them for <laughs> Halloween. I can't. If for I, Halloween, it sucks. Why it would you sucks. want nuts? It's like uh, not even t- not they're they're bad tasting nuts. They're like bitter and they're all like skinny and you have to crack them open. I I like the cracking open yeah. bit. That's fun. But if they tasted nice, like what? an actual peanut or yeah. something, then I'd be okay with it. But why nuts though? Like why is that like a thing where they sell big bags of nuts to go and put around for Halloween is there something to do with monkeys or something because pumpkins I can see kind of why I have no idea actually maybe because they're cheap and like Halloween is a whole country thing so like like in the states they'd maybe use whole lot of nuts because they were easy and cheap to manufacture did you ever get like money like as in coppers I feel like that was more of a guising thing oh I feel a co- copper for the guy. I don't know. I don't know. Like, That's coins inside. I'm like, okay. Well, I yeah, yeah. Want sweets. Well, <laughs> I want it's money. trick or treat. I feel trick. like you have to. It, so this See, is weird. trick fucking, or treat. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me because in our country. They kid, the kids come to the door. They tell you a joke. You choose a pretty bad one, and that's t- t- totally cool because it's usually usually rather cute. And then you give them a treat. Uh, that in, that's not trick or treat. That's trick and treat. That's trick for treat. Yeah. So why the <laughs> <laughs> trick for treat? That's what it should be trick called. For treat. Trick for treat. I don't understand. I, if anyone can clear the the can clear that up for me, I would be most intrigued to yeah, hear what imagine, you have to say. Right? If someone was like trick or treat, and the guy at the door says trick, and then he tells the no, yeah, trick, right? And then the kid tells a joke, and then he's like, oh. Thank you. Well done. That's great. And then slams the door because it's like you chose one. You chose. You chose you trick. Chose, you don't you, get the sweets. <laughs> <laughs> if you had wanted treats, then you get the sweets. Yeah. Well, I feel like we kind of. I don't know. We're spoiling them. Basically, We're, that's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's end part two. Thank you, Susie, for coming yeah. in at a well-timed spot where I, I now. Said no, I don't say no enough. I now need to. <laughs> <laughs> what no to sweets no trick or treat no hey Susie would you like to do the podcast uh... <laughs> I hope our listeners have enjoyed today's episode the Halloween special <laughs> Um. so Susie thank you very much for coming on the podcast should we summon the voice of Tom back Tom, come back! <laughs> there he is. What does he have to say? Wow, that was a. Uh, <laughs> there's some stories in there. Some good ones. That was a. Uh, oh, I felt a bit cringe at points, like because you can imagine these things happening, and that's just not what you want to have to deal with. No, it's not. But um, thankfully, none of these seem to be critical to the outcome of the wedding, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, yes, and I think it's good as well for people to listen to stuff like this and. You know, because we all have bad days, but it happens to absolutely everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. If you think that you're you're a high end photographer yeah. and these things don't happen to you, these things absolutely will happen to you eventually. Um, I, I would say what what I mean because you can be really good at taking photographs, but I don't think that's necessarily the measure of a photographer or a video maker for mm-hmm. weddings. For example, it's when things go wrong. A video maker cinematographer uh it's i think the measure is when things go wrong on a wedding day because mm-hmm. it's it's a live event you there's very little control you can only prepare and react mm-hmm. um or anticipate 
but I think it's when things go wrong, it's how you deal with it and how you find solutions and how you keep everything calm and how you make things progress. I think that's the measure of, you know, that can set you apart because um, if, if you just like curl into a ball and don't deal with the situation, I mean, they will be looking to you as someone mm-hmm. who is at weddings all the time yeah, and looking for reassurance because mm-hmm. they don't know what they're doing. It's the first time they've ever done it. Yeah. Um, and you should have at least, if not the answer, at least some sort of suggestions and be proactive to help. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's super important. 100%. One of my uh, favorite videographers said that as suppliers, we are one step above a chocolate fountain. But if you can go beyond... Do you know how much oil is in chocolate fountains? Like it's 50-50. No, no, 50? it's more than that. Is it? Yeah. Oh, the one I personally bought was 50% oil. 50% oh, no, I think in like common ones like that are really big and grand. It's like something like 80% That's horrible. oil or something. I don't, man, that ruined it for me when I heard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's disgusting. But yeah, as, as, as suppliers, we are just one step above a, a, a chocolate fountain at a wedding. You know, we're just another list of things for people to get. So they can remember their day or have a great day. But if you can go beyond just doing your job, you know, if you can be um, the person to to help put on a kill or someone to relieve stress during the preps or to help organize the ushers or, you know, if if you can help with doing any of these things, then that that makes you a professional in my mind. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hit that subscribe button so that you know the next time an episode goes online, leave a review. That's a massive help. And spread the word by telling a friend. But until next time, enjoy your afterlife.